Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you are a little bit confused, then this episode is actually emerging from mine and Carl's Your Spiritual Shift, which was a a different podcast that we actually ran not too long ago. I've decided to merge it with the Superconscious Success podcast as a new segment. So any episode moving forward will actually be a part of the Superconscious Success podcast. Now, if you are wanting to know anything about ascension, about spirituality, about manifestation, about law of attraction, we even have channeling episodes in there. If you're interested in all of that, figuring out how you can actually transcend, how you can actually move from 3D to 5D and so much more, then this segment is the one that you're going to be wanting to go to. So thanks so much for joining us in this episode and we'll catch you soon. Welcome back, friends, to the podcast, Your Spiritual Shift, co-hosted by me, Carl Gruber, and Jennifer Matthews. Jen is in Australia, and I am in the U.S., and together we bring you this podcast featuring many of the world's master teachers, healers, channelers, and metaphysical and spiritual teachers to help you find the light and love within yourself and to expand your heart and mind into a happier, more joyful place. Jen is going to introduce today's guest, but first, let me ask you to please take a moment to click that subscribe button below so that you never miss a single episode of this show. Now, here's Jennifer Matthews with our guest. Thanks so much for that, Carl. So today, we have Kristen Bialbaka, who is known as the Usher Channeler, and she's also an author, she's a Reiki master teacher, and she's a past life therapist. Now, she's a graduate of the Ascended Master Fellow, and after having undergone expert training, she's in tune and in sync with the Supermasters. Now, Kristen's received divine training in the Usher Channeling and has ascended with Melchizedek, developing an intimate connection with the Master. Her role is divinely called and blessed, and Kristen is supervised and guided by the masters as she ascends into the light and offers her services to you. Her advanced team of masters and angels consist of Koidesh, Melchizedek and Metatron, as well as other super masters as Archangel Mikhail, Laura, Ananda and Christ. She has released her first book, Channeled Messages of Love and Light, The Usher Channel, from Copenhagen, Denmark. Here's Kristen Bialbaka. Hey, Kristen, how are you going? Hi, Jennifer. Thank you. I'm doing great. And thank you for having me here. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for being here with, with us today. And it's been a long time coming because we've been trying to organise this. But yes. um, but we've been really excited. And um, so we, we're just going to get stuck straight into it and just ask, can you tell us a little bit about your story and how you came to be doing what you're what you're doing today? Yes, uh, of course, I would love that. And I'll see if I can, um, I'll make it the short version <laughs> because I can talk for hours, right? Yeah. As you know, as you, as you, as you know. well, um, what I'm doing today is being a channeler, spiritual medium, Reiki master teacher. And of course, that was uh, quite a path. 
um, and it all happened in 14, 15 years total. Mm -hmm. Before that, I was just one of those regular ones who had blocked out all that emotion stuff, you know, let's not mm -hmm. talk about emotions, let's not sense anything, let's not, and I was terrified of the dark and ghosts and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. ooh, get away from me. So that was before, right? <laughs> and then mm -hmm. I had that mandatory life crisis that you, most of us have in order to, to make a living on this level of, of spirituality. And that my awakening, uh, or my first awakening, <laughs> mm -hmm. let's put it like that, because it, I've done it several steps. Uh, my first awakening was um, about 12 years ago, I would say, um, and had to do with my ex-husband being mentally ill. Uh, I was having, we had small twins. I had a very demanding job. We lived far away from town and all this stuff. And I just had to find another way to survive. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah. suddenly I started working with spirituality. I started working with uh, what's called the Andean tradition, which is mother nature, you know, the, the energy of mother, mother earth and father sky. And through that work, I was uh, introduced to Reiki. Mm -hmm. and and along that road uh more stuff happened in my life and suddenly uh, out of the blue um almost four years ago I found myself in a, in a surprise divorce and that was like my second awakening four years mm -hmm. ago where I was like what how am I gonna survive yeah I was I was I was gonna be a single mom um I had been Reiki master teacher for some years but it's like didn't really support myself. It's not like a full blown mm. business. It was just like, yeah, it was a good thing to do. And I was being a mom and a housewife and stuff like this. And out of that fear of how am I going to support myself and my children? Um, this came, <laughs> the yeah. Usher Channeler appeared. Yes, I would say. And it was one of those coincidences, you know, uh, which I also talk about in, in, in my book, um, that I woke up one morning, I was in despair. I'd been crying for two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I woke up and I went like, okay, guys, this is it. You know, like talking to upstairs department, this is it. Now you're going to show me what's the, what the talk is all about. And then I started doing all the stuff that I would tell my clients to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the meditation, <laughs> the, uh, the exercises. I would start using, instead of just talking, I would mm -hmm. do the talk, you know, I would walk <laughs> the talk as well. It's very good. It's very easy to be a teacher and just teach people, right? But you have to do it. Much harder to do it yourself, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And then um, one morning I drew this, uh, I pulled this Oracle card saying, expect a miracle. Mm -hmm. And I looked at it and I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, I will expect a miracle. And, and then, you know, one thing followed the other. I joined a, a network meeting, a network group I'd never joined before. Uh, a woman talked about this spiritual mentor she was, uh, she was using at the moment, at that moment. And I was like, I have to talk to her. I just like stalked that woman after the meeting, said, who's your mentor? I know I have to meet her. And, and that was Christina Hill. Um, mm -hmm. So I had an interview with Christina Hill. And then uh, a few days later, we started working together and she was my mentor for almost three years. And that just set me off because working with her and Athela uh, put me on my path and opened up my channel. Um, so that was a that was a big thing. Yes, that was the short mm. version. <laughs> you know, I, I find it interesting that because, you know, I was going to ask you when you were a youngster growing up, did you have any unusual psychic abilities or traumatic experiences shaped you? But. But you, you said that you were just afraid of a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, I was. And and looking back now, I can see that I, I had those experiences when I was a small child. Um, like I remember being like three, four years old, uh, looking at my parents in the living room at night and and noticing, oh, now it, their light is on. I just mm. I remember the image of looking at them and seeing, oh, their light is on. And, and they would have this glow around there, but it was not be colored. It was just like yellow, whitish light. Uh. And, and I had the, and I, I was just, oh, that's just how it is. Mm. And then years later, like when I was in my forties, um, a friend of mine, I was having dinner with her late at night in her apartment and she moves around and I say, oh, I can see your light again. And she goes, well, what are you talking about? I say, you're right. And, and she was like, what? There is no light. And I was like, <laughs> But you, you know that light you can see at night. And, and it was, I mean, seriously, I was like in my early 40s before I realized that not everyone could see that light. Because uh, for me, it was just a natural thing. Mm-hmm. You see that light around people at special times of, of the day, or I could. So, of course, stuff has been there. But I haven't known. I didn't but know it was normal to you. It was normal yeah, to you. Yeah. And, and it's interesting yeah. because you were talking about how it was during those what we would call maybe dark nights of the soul, the the very desperate um, times in our lives, the, the hardest times that we go through, that all of this starts to happen and all of the awakening starts to really take place. And I know personally in my own life that's when my spirituality just goes boom. Like this is just like when you're when you're at that at that hardest part, um, and so it's interesting when you when you said that that that's when you really started working with Christine and um, and Othella was during that hardest part. So yes, yes, yeah, excellent. Well, that's interesting. You know, the, so you've always been able to see the energetic aura around people. So. Yes. What I understand, that would be a natural for you to become a Reiki master because mm. you know you're working with the body energy and in, in healing. So how did the, how did Reiki come into your life? How did Reiki come into my life? Well, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. it's one of those again. You know, you know how they they upstairs department <laughs> spirit, the divine, always has their plan, right? Mm-hmm. And they will make sure somehow that we get if we if we if we drift off. They will just like, oh, you have to look this way, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I, as I said earlier, I, I started out with the Andean tradition, with the, with the nature energy. And perhaps, uh, during a workshop with this tool, with this tradition, um, I was dizzy. I was very stressed at that time. My, my husband was mentally ill. I had the small twins. I had a very demanding job as an architect and project manager. And I was dizzy. I was going to do an exercise with another guy at this, at this uh, workshop. And, and I go, oh, t- oh, hold on a second, because I'm really, you know, I have to focus. And he looks at me and he places his hands on my head. And he says, I know this thing called Reiki. And then it goes in my head. And I was like, this is weird. And, and, and he says, my wife and I uh, both know Reiki and we give it to each other every night. And I was thinking, he's crazy. You can't heal yourself, you know. Uh, but that word Reiki stuck to my mind. So the following week I Googled, right? <laughs> Google is our friend. And I found out, oh, it's just a weekend course. Oh, it's easy. I'll do it because it's just, it's just a weekend. No big deal, right? And then I'll get it out of my mind. Uh, and then it kind of stuck, right? Because that first degree Reiki changed my life completely around. I mean, I lost my job within two weeks after. Um, 
and it was like at that time I was the only one in Denmark with this work experience in this specific field. I had been in charge of two major museum rebuildings. Um, everybody was building museums in Denmark at that time, and I was turned down everywhere. It's like I had I had contracts canceled out of the blue that I had been uh, you know agreed upon for a year, and they were like, "Oh, we decide to go one without experience." And I was like, "What's going on?" The universe so had sorted it out for you. Oh. Definitely, they were so busy, and I was just like, "What?" And it took about a year uh, before I began to okay, because then during that mm -hmm. year, yeah, my my friends would come over and ask, "Oh, can you do that thing you do?" And then I would get a, a Reiki session or something, and then they would send their friends over, and then I, I began to you know, notice that when I was doing Reiki, um, things were moving forward, right? I was in a happy place. People were happy about getting results. When yeah. I sat down and wrote applications for museum projects, energy stopped completely, like everything froze. Yeah. So it, but you know, sometimes it takes a while before you realize what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so along that path, uh, I then quickly took a second degree Reiki and that following my Reiki master, Hannah Fritzberger, one of the eldest working masters in Denmark. Uh, she was also teaching uh, past life therapy with Reiki, not hypnosis, where we actually use the Reiki channel uh, to make the clients go down in subconsciousness or travel wherever they have to go. So I took that. And then during that training, which was a year and a half, it came to me that, oh, by the way, I have to become a Reiki master teacher because I have to, actually I had the site where I saw the globe surrounded people by holding hands and I would like turn on the light in the hands so that the globe was surrounded by uh hands of light slash reiki and that's like oh i have to become a reiki master <laughs> so that's what i did <laughs> yeah so in um, 16 my 20 2016 i became a master 22nd of february 22nd of second month yes very important mm. um so mm. that's yeah so it's uh, six years ago that i became a reiki master yes um, wow very interesting. So, so you know, not, I'm not going to dwell on that for very long, but, um, oh. you know, you were associated with Othella as, as a teacher. I, I just have this question. My, having spoken to Othella myself, um, I, my understanding is Othella is actually a being from the Sirius galaxy, but uh, um, yeah. described as, as a, an ascended master. Is that possible to be both? Um. I don't think that Athela is an ascended master. I don't think she ever incarnated. I think she is purely, if we can put it like that, uh, Assyrian. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she's always saying, uh, sending a, a Syrian blue, uh, blue healing light to everybody. Yeah. Yes, 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 exactly. Well, well, so why have these, uh, the, uh, uh, you're the Usher channel, why have these amazing teachers, if I can pronounce everything right, uh, Koidesh, Melchizedek, uh, et cetera, Ananda, Lord Ra, Christ, why have they chosen you to, to uh, be the, their channel? Their, their <laughs> Wonderful <voice>? question. <laughs> I have asked the same question, Carl. <laughs> like, that's, that's a classic, but why me, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, tiny me, why, why? And I asked uh, Athela and Christina Hill this. Well, in the beginning, when I started, when my channel opened and I started receiving, uh, it would be all sorts of different entities, presence. And I would ask, um, don't I get one? 
like you have one, Christina. Don't I get one specific? That would be like my brand, you know, because that was, I thought that was kind of cool. Mm. And she, she just says, do you really want to settle with just one? And I was like, yeah, okay. When you put it that way, you know? Yeah. Um, and then um, it may sound strange, but I was like a complete newbie to this thing. Yeah. I was a Reiki master teacher and I, and I had, proud to I think I'm a very good one I have some very dedicated students uh, um, I attract a lot of, of clients with this kind of work uh, but I had never really interest I never really you know drive what do you call it dive I didn't dive into this the, the, the mediumship and I've always said to people I am not clairvoyant for instance no 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 mm-hmm. no I'm not clairvoyant and then suddenly I this thing starts right and the, and the first time I experienced it, I was on the phone with a, with a friend of mine and she was, she was in a very difficult part of her life. Her parents were both mentally, uh, what do you call it, seriously ill. And she asks me a question about this. And I have this experience that like inside my head, my, me, what is me inside my head is being pushed to one side and something else is taking over and I'm just talking to her blah, 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 to replying to her answer. And then this is gone and she's completely quiet. And she goes, what happened? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then I, then I, the next session with, with Christina, I described this and she said, yes. Okay. So you are ready now. Do you accept your task? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, I have no idea what I'm saying yes to, right? <laughs> kind of like the mission impossible version, right? This is your, your assignment if you choose to accept it. Yes. And I just knew that I have to say yes to this. And um, so when I started connecting with Melchizedek, I had no idea that it was a a big thing, which it is apparently. Uh, I just thought he was this really nice father. And it was so interesting because I would, um, I, I have to admit, I can't remember my first contact with Melchizedek but I remember how it made me feel. And I, I was doing these meditations on my own, uh, connecting with Melchizedek. And I always felt like, like it was a father who came and gave me a hug. I thought of him, mm. I, the energy I, that was present was like, mm, someone is, it was, it was safe. It was comforting. Um, and then a while later, I read a text, a channel text by Melchizedek where he describes himself as the divine father, actually says the divine father, mother. Mm. And I was like, wow, okay, this is interesting. So I started out with Melchizedek, um, which I always address as divine father. And he is kind of like one of my go-tos. I, I, I connect with him every day. I don't necessarily channel from him every day, but I, I have these exercise, daily exercise, my personal practices where I connect. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I, I go sit in Melchizedek's golden chamber or I ask Melchizedek for some ray work or, or stuff like this, right? And, uh, and he is often the master who comes forward when I'm doing uh, public channeling events. Um, and then now I mentioned the rays and I'm, I'm sure you heard of you know, the seven rays, the 12 rays we can mm-hmm. connect to. Um, and for me personally, my favorites are the ninth and 10th ray. <laughs> and that, and for me, that is Metatron on the ninth and Melchizedek on the 10th. Mm. And I do those every day. And that's kind of like my thing is, oh, now I'm doing something nice for myself. So yeah. they're just like my, just like my team, if this makes any sense. <laughs> Koidesh uh, came out um, 
like a, a year and a half ago during a client session, I suddenly had a very different sensation uh, because I would have, I do these soul coaching sessions with clients. It was, it was live in a clinic. It wasn't even online. <laughs> I do them online as well, but this was, we're sitting opposite each other in my clinic in, in downtown Copenhagen. And when the masters or angels present themselves to me, they come from behind mm -hmm. and they kind of like go like this on my, on my energetic field. So I can, okay, now we're here. But suddenly this day, there was a completely different sensation, which was a very powerful opening of my crown chakra and kind of like, like a, a column of light going upwards and, and at the same time coming down. Don't know if this makes any sense. And it was mm -hmm. very powerful. And uh, later on, I asked my, my, my mentor, my coach, and she goes, this is Koidesh. And you should just continue. Don't think about it. Just continue as always. And if he presents himself, you should... Uh, uh, just channel whatever comes from. And then later on, I discovered that Koidish is really one of the top guys. And again, like, okay, <laughs> why me? <laughs> um, when Koidish presents himself, he's very powerful. It's like people, if we're in a, if we're in a public channeling event, event, people sitting in front of me almost feels like, like they're being pushed backwards. Um, and he is, uh, Sometimes I'm actually even doubting if he's just one or if he's more like a collection mm. of wisdom and entities, but he's very powerful. I don't think he ever incarnated. Melchizedek, I think, incarnated. Metatron, of course, yes, mm. because Metatron is one of the two archangels that was actually human ones, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but, do you think uh, it would be possible to bring Koidesh or one of your friends in right now? And uh, maybe we could chat a little bit and uh, ask some questions. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have a great sense of humor, you know. <laughs> I love that. And I just want to say this. You know, we should, people shouldn't be afraid of these things, right? They should just have respect, but not be scared they have a great sense of humor as long as you treat them with respect, right? And, and honor them. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun, actually. Um, but Koidesh uh, is, is available. Greetings. I have been expecting you and been looking forward to our talk today. What is your question? Well, first of all, uh, welcome, Koidesh, and we too have been looking forward to this. Um, it is such an honor to have you here speaking to us. And, and of course, I mean, we have like a, a jillion questions we could always ask, but uh, I would like to ask this, um, and, and I'm sure you've heard this before. What, what do you and the master teachers have to say to us about the tumultuous times, fear, and chaos the people of Earth are right now undergoing? Well, 
all is going according to the master plan. Humans need to change. And you humans never change when things are too easy. There is a shift going on and people have to choose. Choose light, higher consciousness, development of the human race, or choose fear and old times. Not everyone is ready, as you know, but there are so many leaders present on your planet these days. So it is possible to find a leader that can show you the light and choose right. We simply initiate the change. You have to work your way through it. And by that, learning, ascending, understanding. Not all that looks evil is pure evil. Evil is a human, human word, human fear. Times are changing. All is in divine timing. Next question. This, um, this change in humanity, um, many of us believe that it took place on December 21st, 2012, at the end of the Mayan calendar, at the end of the 26,000 uh, year cycle. Um, is, is that true? And is it true that uh, humanity is moving from a carbon base to a crystalline base and, and towards the 5D? 5D is happening. You are in that change. And 5D has been planned to happen for aeons of time. We have been present previous times on Earth. We have had representatives in earlier civilizations. Humans are very concerned about specific dates and hours and months, years. We understand that makes you feel safe when you can understand these things by looking at a calendar. What is important 
is how you receive the change. When we alter the light on your planet, which is what is happening now. Yes, 21st, 12th, 12th was a special day. And that cycle has been complete now, 2022. And much has happened. And more are now ready. Everything has changed. You sense it too. Density has changed. Does that reply your question? Beautifully. Yeah, beautiful. Absolutely. Um, and I'm sorry, Jen, I don't mean to be asking all the questions, but <laughs> Jen would know this more. Um, I don't understand why is human existence and our shift in our, um, our being, why is it connected to the bodies and the movement of the bodies of, uh, of uh, the cosmos? Is it because everything's in energy and, and there is just this matrix of energy? I, I don't know if I'm asking that right, but why, why is our existence connected to the movement of the cosmos? Because humans are created of the same particles as mm -hmm. cosmos. Mm -hmm. So when cosmos change, humans change. When planet Earth changes, humans change. It is all connected in ways that human brains are not quite yet ready to understand. But look at it as movement through times like tidal waves of energy. So one goes this and the other one will go like this. Um, human soul incarnates in a physical body but the soul is not physical the soul mm. is light the soul yeah. is particles of light and love and those particles of light and love are interacting with cosmos but depending on the chosen life the agreed upon life contract of that specific human. That specific human can be more or less aware and more or less connected to source. The farther away from source, the more difficult the transition to a hot to 5D. We are all here to assist you. You are all here on planet Earth to learn. Some of you are faster learners so that others can follow you. So Kordesh, I have a question. Um, how can us as light workers and star seeds help those that are struggling with the fear in, in the world at this 
this time and to recognise that separation does not exist and that it's all an illusion? How can we help people to recognise this? Most importantly, you have to recognise this and you have to live this. You have to be this. And by you being this, others will watch, others will follow. Focus should not be on saving humanity. Focus should be on saving you. When you have completely managed to find the skills needed to always be present in the light within your physical body, then you can start guiding others and saving others. But you must be the example. Mm-hmm. Humans generally think that they are responsible for other people. You are responsible for you. We are responsible for all humans. Humans are responsible for themselves. But some humans have bigger responsibilities, true. But the main issue is how to save yourself. Because only then can you save others. Fear is not 5D. Fear is 3D. Mm -hmm. Some humans are not at that level of consciousness where they are able to let go of their 3D existence. This is also part of their learning. Fear, anger, control, anxiety, all 3D. Love, compassion, wisdom, light, all 5D. So as we start to let go of those, that fear and anger, and we move more towards the love and the compassion, that's when we start to transition to the 5D realm. Yes. Center yourself in your heart. Mm -hmm. Heart space is the pathway to higher consciousness. Humans think it's your brain or your ego but it is your heart the bridge between divine and humanity on planet earth so koidesh i'd like to ask for your explanation as to exactly what the ego is for our listeners out there so they can understand the difference between our ego and our soul Ego belongs to the past. Ego is when you concern yourself with, am I good enough? Am I better than my neighbor? Am I worthy? How can I get more? than my neighbor? How can I be more worthy? 
ego is ancient times, lower frequencies, fear, power, belongs to darker times on planet Earth. And when we let go of that ego, we can let go of fear. A lot of what is going on in your planet right now is due to ego. People in power sense the fragility of their ego in these years since the frequency is changing on the planet. They feel pressure, they feel threatened, and they feel they need to strike back. This is what is going on with war. The need to prove I am the most powerful king on earth. That is ego. Ego is believing that you have the responsibility to save the world. That is also ego. You do not have that responsibility. When humans are able to let go of the belief that they have to save the planet, 5D is closer. Humans have to respect the planet. They have to respect their path. They have to respect the light and the divine. But they have to save themselves first. Saving the planet alone is escaping from saving oneself. When you save yourself, you will also save the planet. Ego is what makes all emotions lower frequency. I, I love that uh, you had pointed out that um, humans need to be responsible for themselves. So one of my favorite lines is heal yourself and the world is healed with you. And I think that's a good yes. example. Yes. This is so important because you can save the whales, you can save the jungle, you can save the water. Yes, but when people start focusing on how do I save me? How do I save me from my ego? How do I save myself from fear and anger and control and lift myself to the 5G in my heart? There, humans will save the planet by saving the humanity on planet Earth. Beautiful. You know, I trust, I do... trust is the issue and trust is what is most difficult for humans overall. When you are able to let go of ego and place your faith in your heart, in your light, in trust, trusting the divine, trusting the higher purpose of your challenges, letting go of victim, letting go of fear and anger, letting go of the need of understanding and knowing everything. You can't, you're only human. Your brain is not wired to understand everything. But by placing your faith in your heart, 
you open yourself up and you can connect to the higher frequencies and then your brain begins to be rewired and then you can understand at the higher levels. Beautiful. Now, I was going to ask, um, Jen and I are students of the non-dualistic spirituality of uh, a book, uh, a teaching that came through in the voice of uh, Christ, uh, A Course in Miracles. And it teaches that our ego is actually only an illusion of our dream of separation from our creator. Um, is, that, is there something that you would be able to expound on on that? I, I love that, uh, but uh, what is your point of view on that? <laughs> hmm. This is just me coming through. He's laughing so hard right now. <laughs> and my whole body, my whole body is being filled up with like. <laughs> he loves that question. Then <laughs> I could make Koidish laugh. Right? Oh, silly humans. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the fear of separation belongs to the early beginnings of time on planet Earth and has been part of the challenges of being human, but it is an illusion. You are never separated from the divine. You are never separated from source. But when you doubt instead of trust, then you move on to this. Why me? How come? How can I be special? How can I be connected? How can I be seen by the divine? I am purely me and I'm wrong and I make mistakes and I'm filthy and I have filthy thoughts and I have anger and fear issues. I am not worthy and therefore I am separated. And when I am separated from the divine, I can do whatever I feel like doing, including killing people. This is the old times. Release, let it go. This is what we're moving you away from towards the higher realms. Much of what has been going on belongs to the old, old times, lower frequencies. Mm. The higher the frequency, the more difficult it actually is to hold on to the fear. Because the higher frequencies will make you feel constantly connected. And then you just know, you just know. You are always connected. You are never separated. Miracles happen when you trust. When you are willing to accept the fact that you create your reality, that you create the world you live in, 
then you will also know that you can create whatever you need. You can have all your wishes and desires fulfilled by the universe when you trust it. Excellent. That was great. Thank you, Koydish. I'm glad I could give Koydish a belly a belly laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you can make anyone laugh, Cole. <laughs> oh. oh, that was great. Thank you, Kristen. Wow. <laughs> that was a long one. Huh? Yeah. Time now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was so fun. I I wish you could sense that feeling. It was just like bubbly. It's like laughing so hard. <laughs> uh, that was, that was uh, fun. I, thank you, Carl. Carl, I hadn't done that one before. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is very cool. Uh, we've been talking to uh, Kristen. I, I'm going to pronounce it. Biao. Biao. Baka. Baka. Biao Baka. Yeah. Oh, let me see. Yeah. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> I got to work on my Danish. So, uh, but yeah, we want to yeah. find out uh, about your new book, Channel Messages of Love and Light, the Usher Channel. And uh, how'd that come about? And, and tell us about the book. Yeah. Well, the, um, the book is, <laughs> sorry, the book is channeled. <laughs> um, it took about six months every day, pen to paper. First yoga, then meditation, then straight to my desk, sit down, pen to paper, not a computer. I actually tried that first. It didn't work. No yeah, flow. it doesn't work as well. No, no, no. no. Um, it came about that my journaling began to change. Mm -hmm. uh, the text became longer and more like, like deeper somehow. And I, I talked with my mentor and she goes like, well, you know, you said yes to this. And I said, oh, that was part of it. <laughs> um, and at that time, I was also given this title. So my working title, Usher Channeler, is given to me by the by spirit, by the divine. Um, and it means, uh, because I, I, to my surprise, <clears throat> even uh, a lot of English speaking uh, people don't really know what an usher is because um, I thought it was just an English word. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so an usher is someone who shows you to your seat. Let's put it mm -hmm. like that, the easy one. An well, usher shows you. Yes, exactly. The old good old time cinemas where you would come after the movie started and the usher would show you your seat with a flashlight. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So this is your seat. You're going to sit here and you're going to watch the show. This is what you came for. Mm -hmm. So an usher shows you where to go in the dark so you can see what you came for. Nice. And and that is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And when I found out that was the meaning of it, I thought, wow, because years ago, like on my very first baby steps into spirituality, where I would sit at another coach uh, once a month and meditate with a bunch of women and somebody asked, oh, what is it that you do? And I said, I went like this, like, oh, I go into the darkness and turn on the light. And then I was like, oh, who said that? You know, I didn't know where that came from. <laughs> I just remembered that sentence. And then fast, you know, like 15 years forward, more or less, this came to me, oh, wow. So the Usher Channeler is uh, someone who shows people 
where to yes. go in the darkness so they mm-hmm. can find the light or the show that they're looking for. So the book consists of shorter texts explaining life as a human, mm. I would say. Um, it's, it's like, it's love. It's about love. It's about fear. Uh, it's about forgiveness, evil, abundance, transitioning, all these things. And it's, some of the texts are very short and others are a little bit, go a little bit deeper. And it was very interesting experience to, um, to channel this. Um, and also I've, I've been told it's not very normal that the first thing you do as a channel is, oh, then you channel the book. I was like, oh, I thought this was the way you started again. That was that. This is my path, of course. Yeah. yeah. So I started out writing in Danish because I would do my normal journaling in Danish in the mornings, and then I, um, I went, you know, okay, now it's going to be a book, so I would do a little bit more, be more precise about my 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 journaling, and I have lunch with a with a close friend of mine, and we talk about this, and and she says, so are you are you writing in English then? And I said, no, why should I do that? And she goes, well, you know, you, you're a bilingual English secretary and then you always work in English. And I just thought you would write the book in English. And I was like, oh, I never thought about that. Mm. So the next morning I sit down and I say, okay, guys, let's do this in English. And the flow just opened up completely. Yeah. So this is definitely a book that uh, was supposed to be written in English to go to uh, a broader audience, I would say, except of mm-hmm. Denmark, where we have 5 million uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, so that's, so. It, it is channeled in English and it cannot be translated. I know that you call and Jennifer are not interested in the, in the Danish translation, but people have asked me if I could translate it to Danish. It's like, no, this yeah, is, this is, English. this is channeled. This is channeled in English. Mm-hmm. Um, and one very interesting story that I like to share was there's a, a text about time, mm-hmm. about how the concept of time. And uh, when I channeled that it was a very, very tense, um, presence in the room in my in my in my office where I was journaling when I was channeling this and uh, it was very powerful a lot of, of a pressure and I wrote all this down and I looked at it and I said this is too advanced people won't understand this mm. uh, and I put it away I put it aside but then when I was going to transcribe it onto the computer I thought okay I'm gonna I'm gonna change it I'm gonna I'm gonna add some explanations because mm. people will just not be able to, to understand this. And I, I put my fingers on the keyboard and start texting. And the whole, my whole room went like boom around me, like really, really oh. intense, powerful. And I was like, oh, what's going on? I lifted my hands with the keyboard and it disappeared. I was like, yeah, right. I did. And I, you know, Didn't I'm just imagining this. So, yeah. So I tried one more time, put the fingers on my, put my hands on the keyboard. The, the presence was on. I was like, okay, so I shouldn't change anything. And they're like, yeah, I said, no, mm-hmm. okay. It just has to be like this. So, um, and that was, to me, that, that was a, it was a really cool experience. Yeah. <laughs> because, because, you know, you sometimes, even though I've been doing this for some years now, sometimes you always like, you, you can, you have doubts, yeah. you know, if, where yeah. does go? Do I make this up sometimes? It's like how this, this, t- like this time text is like, this is, how could I do this? This doesn't make sense. This is some, maybe I just made it up. And then doing this and feeling that presence when I tried to, to change it, to edit it, I was just like, okay. I think yes. that, yeah, I think that spirit knows that the people that are going to receive the most from it are going to understand the text that you've written. So, yes. <laughs> so it's, it's, we, we are so hard on ourselves and we are like, 
oh, you know, this seems this seems so difficult to understand, but the people that are needing to hear it need to hear it in the way that you wrote it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So whereas if you change it, then that's not exactly as as Spirit had um, had channeled it to you. So um, yes, I totally understand that. So um, Kristen, as usual, it is amazing to talk to you, and um, and I'm looking forward to any future ventures that you you and myself have have together coming up. And um, but we do need to let everybody know where can they find you online, where can they connect with you. And before we do that, Carl, is there anything else you want to ask, Kristen? No, I'm good. This is good. good. <laughs> I you you have had the experience like a, a number of other trans channels we've spoken to that when the beings want to speak through you, you have to say yes. You have to agree mm -hmm. to allow it. And, yes. and we've seen that with a number of channels, and that's an important step for you. But but thank you again for being on the show. And and what what is your website? My website is usherchandler.com. Um, so I guess that, that was that Y S H E R Usher. Is that Y or you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's not the English is not my first language. So the website is usherchannel.com. There is a Facebook page. There's a, and there's an Insta, Instagram page or profile as well. Okay. And the, uh, the, the book, the channel messages uh, is available on Amazon, uh, as well as the other book that I co-authored, which is called Life Reimagined, what was published November last year, mm -hmm. where I co-authored with 20 other uh, amazing women, uh, is also on, uh, on Amazon. Yes. Oh, fantastic. And, and uh, you know, it, it is, I do online sessions and mm -hmm. programs, which you can all see on my website. And of course, people should just come to Copenhagen. And we will Absolutely. do in-person sessions. Hey, <laughs> does do, she does do in-person sessions. Definitely something I want to do at one point. I did. I did live in Germany for a couple That's of years yeah, and, that, yes. and visited um, visited Denmark very briefly. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely love to get back again sometimes. So thank you so much for being here with us today, Kristen. We have absolutely loved it. And thank you to Koidesh for, for joining us as well. I think here I hear echoes of his laughter still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, it was my pleasure. Um, and I, I look forward to listening to this as well at a later time uh, because Coitus was really present today. So that was Absolutely. nice. Absolutely. Fantastic. It. Thank you so much for your time, Kristen. Thank you. Bye.